are Stephen and Jill. Together, we've been buying and reselling land since the 90s. Our data-centric approach leaves our buyers asking, how can you sell it so cheap? Here on the Land Academy Show, we answer that and more. Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today, Jill and I talk about outsourcing to scale your land business. Every this, 10, go ahead. <laughs> the topic for me is kids, we need to talk. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Every 10 weeks, we teach a course called Career Path. We're about the third week, uh, third, you know, let's say module, third week in the 10 week class and where and, we are uh, now every mm -hmm. every time we teach this yeah there becomes a theme and uh last career path was pricing and this career path is is scaling up mm -hmm. and, and and the only way to do that is through outsourcing so i wanted to share some of the highlights with everybody on this because it's uh incredibly important mm -hmm. and we're all here to make money yep Sometimes we forget that. Isn't that funny way? I got to pause on that. That's a good note. We we were joking about that the other day, you know, because because everybody was talking about hiring. We're going to talk more about that. But they were talking about hiring and how do you motivate them? Do you pay them for a transaction or whatever? And, and we were kind of saying you would be shocked and amazed how many people at that level, like a transaction coordinator um, position, they're not there for the money. They're not there to get bonuses when they close something. They're there to make sure they have a steady paycheck. And you, it's so amazing. You you need to ask people, by the way, what, what they want. Usually they want flexibility, consistency. I know I'm going to get a check, you know, that kind of thing. But we both chimed in and said, that's not how we are. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, every I, the, the owners are not that way. <laughs> totally off topic already, but <laughs> yeah. but I ask everybody before they we hire them, mm -hmm. why? What are you motivated by? Not a single person in my entire career, hundreds and hundreds of people, have said I'm motivated by money, mm -hmm. which is been, which me. is my only motivation, except Jill. Yeah, <laughs> which is now why we're here mm -hmm. in front of you after right. all these years later. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I never went to hire you anyway. We I know that was this together. It's kind of, I fell into it backwards. <laughs> Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. And don't forget to subscribe on the Land Academy YouTube channel. Comment on the shows you like. Luke wrote, I'm assuming that most, not all, parcels from county to county labeled NEC are unusable in some way. Not much on the interwebs from my initial search, but after getting a signed contract back with one of these designations, I discovered it was mostly wetlands and in the FEMA flood zone. Just curious to everyone's experience with the properties that they have that have these zoning labels. Okay, so Luke, uh, I'm not picking on you here, but we need to get we need to re uh, we need to tell we need to make some definitions. There's two designations that these data aggregators, national data, data aggregators, put properties in to make them different from each other. One is land use and one is zoning. They're very, very different. And some counties, most counties, don't use both. They just use one. NEC is short for something uh, not yet classified. I'm not sure what the E is. Uh, but that just means we, we don't know what to do with it yet. It's, it's, it's another way of saying it's really rural doesn't mean it's it's bad. Uh, it could end up being, you know, the greatest resort there ever was, uh, you know, five years from now. So NEC is not a bad thing. There's a ton of property in there that's called NEC. NEC is, 
uh, in the assessor's mind, I don't want to deal with it. It's I just they haven't got to it yet. Yeah, they haven't gotten yeah, to it yeah. yet. We'll figure that out later. When someone comes up with a use, I'll, I'll add one in. Yeah. Or if, <laughs> when somebody says, I, I just bought the property and we we're going to put a resort in. So I do right. need, we need a zoning variance or a classification variance. Now we're going to put something in yeah. there. Yeah. It's not bad. Mm -hmm. uh, and so there's, you should never, ever take these out of your mailer. Uh, in fact, you shouldn't look at use, land use at all in a mailer. You should just send it. And so I want to be really clear on that. The fact that you... A property came back in. It's classified as NEC. That's pure, and it's got a female in a female way. That's pure circumstance. Mm -hmm. Zoning is altogether different. Zoning is a way a civil civil engineer would go around a city and say, "We're going to put the waste treatment plants as far as possible mm -hmm. from where people live." This is going to be the commercial area here by the airport. Yeah. We're going to put um, all this. This is going to be all residential over here. There you go. So I never do land use designated mailers, never. Mm -hmm. I always do zoning-based mailers, specifically zoned property for all kinds of reasons. This mm -hmm. is a graduate to PhD level stuff, but please don't let any type of land use classification stop you from sending away, sending right. the mail away. And, the, and those zoning mailers we're doing, those are for a specific need. For you starting out, what you're doing, you want to capture them all. Yeah, I don't, don't, don't do, do what a zoning-based mailer don't now. Pick a, yeah. That's for uh, after your 30th deal. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Today's topic, outsourcing to scale your land business. This is the meat of the show. Jill has a lot of notes. Oh, kids, we need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, and I get it. It's hard to make that decision um, for a lot of individuals. You're, you are just getting over, you know, starting a land business or starting any company. And maybe you or your significant other or your partner, somebody's now at the point where you can quit the job, right? So you got one full-time and you're doing it part-time in the evenings and the weekends, whatever it is. Now you're getting to the point where, shucks, we need help. What should we do? Do I quit my job or do we bring somebody on? So, and then it's scary because you're thinking, all right, we're already, we're already taking care of our own you know, finances and livelihood. Maybe you did leave your job, by the way, and you're happily covering your own bills. But now you're thinking, I got to bring somebody on because it's holding me back, which is the right way to do this, too. I want I want you to, we, like we, we've always said, when you quit your job, you should be saying, I wish I would have done it a year ago. And you have so much savings and you're so planned and you're so into it that it's like, huh, no brainer. Same with bringing on somebody, somewhat. It's a little bit different, but it, the, the point I'm making is, I know that it's scary because you feel like you're responsible for someone else's livelihood. So what? Do I, how do I get around that? How do I feel good about this? Because it's going to hold you back. You better do this or you're not going to get to the next level. Yep. So, um, well, number one, I'll go, I'm going to go to, I have three points. And point number two, which I'm talking about it right now, is don't ever think this. The only person holding you back is you. It's your mindset right now. If you're having this discussion with yourself, it's you. It's not like, am I there yet? I don't know. Maybe I could do five more deals. Come on, you're in it. You know you could. So you're holding yourself back. So so get past that. And, and how do you do that? Well, you plan it out really well. You need to know what your needs are, what time's going to be involved, how much money this is going to save you, and how much money you could potentially make. When you spend an hour or two, that's all this is going to take, 
and put this on paper and see it like that, now you know. You like that? That's a beautiful little speech. Uh-oh. Every, this is, <laughs> I can see how this whole week's going to shape out. This okay, is brutal truth week. Oh, okay. Brutal truth about owning a business and, and the things that have to get go, go on. We talk about buying and selling land here all the time. What we don't talk about enough, and this whole week we're going to talk about it, is the brutal truth of actually owning a business and the stuff that you have to do that you probably don't want to do. I'm not sure anybody wants to do it, but you do it because you want to get to the other side because you have goals. All the answers, all the answers that you need to run an amazingly successful business and get it as big as you want, literally as big as you want, buying and selling land and real estate, lie in the math and in the math that represents the numbers. Hiring a full-time $80,000 person is not expensive. You just have to do one more deal. Every period that you do deals, every quarter, one more deal a quarter, one more, you're already doing deals. You have to outsource this stuff. And you, there is no way you have to, what I've always done, and, and now I do it with Jill, is to run my business to the point where it's going to implode. And then I hire some people to solve it all for me. And that's always- That's true hard. time it's, there. <laughs> Yeah, let me tell you. Is it going to break? Oh, it's about to. I set it up that way. I know. I set it up to break. I set it up to go yep. 100 miles an hour, and, yeah. it's, and it looks like a dusty ball of, of mess yep. while That's it's happening. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we're here to save you. <laughs> to the point where you have no, like, think of, I've done this before. If you send out a 25,000 unit mailer and never tell anybody that you're doing that. Yeah, watch what happens. And watch the deals that come in yep. and watch everybody start to pull their hair out. So that forces you. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't do that if you own a convenience store. No, you're You right. can't say, I mean, I guess you could give everything away in the store and people line up around the block. Or order so much inventory, no one knows where to put it and run a sale without telling everyone. I mean, I guess yeah. you could do that, but you're not going to see the financial results of, we just have a lot of control in this land, in this business model. So there's some critical things that need to be outsourced for you to really succeed. And we've, Jill and I have put together products to make it easier for you. Concierge Data is a product that's probably six or eight months old that Jill and mm -hmm. I put together because everybody was asking us for it because they're tired of doing their mailers or they just don't want to do it. And so if you call Concierge Data, which is a... If you go to offers to offers owners, owners this is not a you commercial. You have to dig a little bit, but it's go not, there and call them. Yeah, it's not a commercial here about this. I'm just saying you. you can outsource that entirely. Mm-hmm. There's some people in the career path right now that are having uh, mental issues with uh, giving up control on the sell after you buy it and just throwing it to a real estate mm -hmm. agent and saying, sell it. That's call my me, favorite thing to do. Call me when it's done. And I'm a sales pro, but I'm, I'm over it and I got more deals to do. So think about a foot, the shape of a football or a bell curve. It's really a bell curve, but football is easier to, to visualize. If you outsource the mailer, and, you, and all of that, not the pricing, but the entire mailer, all of that, except for the pricing, you do that at the end. The data, the, the downloading the data. The scrubbing the data, the whole thing. Right. You know, a lot of people struggle with that. You, you don't need to. Mm -hmm. The mailer hits, and now you internally are answering the phone or uh, dealing with it, saying, yes, I want to do the deal, or no, I don't want to do the, those critical decisions. And then you're done. You actually shove it off to a, a, an escrow agent to close it. You're done. You just manage that escrow agent a little bit. It's not a lot of hours in the day. You can do 100, maybe 30 deals at a time. You could very easily do mm -hmm. it from what I'm describing. And then as soon as the thing closes, you throw it to a, a pre-qualified real estate agent who loves land in the area, uh, who you have a, hopefully have a relationship with by now, and they sell it. So 
those ends of that football are entirely outsourced. So all you do is that critical stuff in the beginning, in the middle, I mean. I concur. Jill, Jill and I have done this all wrong for years. Yeah. You know, and for the last five or probably the last 10 years, we've been really doing it correctly. And so I'm here to tell you, we don't sell our own property anymore. And I certainly don't do my mailers anymore. I just sign off on them. Mm -hmm. We don't answer the phones anymore. You know, if we didn't Personally, have these uh, yeah. land, <laughs> if we don't have to do this podcast <laughs> and all this land academy stuff, we'd be working maybe five, four or five hours a week if, if we wanted to. <laughs> so, and I'm not bragging or I'm not, this is not no feather in my and uh, my cap. And anyway, that's not what this is. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying scaling is not that hard and it's not that expensive. And if you do the real math on it and you do it in order, you're going to do great. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of businesses you can scale. I mean, I'll tell you, if you ever watch any episode of Shark Tank, the predominant theme for years and years on Shark Tank sure. has been, hey, I love this business and I think you're going to get, uh, do great. You and your family are going to do great running this thing for a lot of years. It's not for me because I can't scale it. Right. And we can't do it without you. It's going to take you and you need to be able to be, remove yourself. Yeah. Totally agree. Scalable. Mm -hmm. Think about software. So Windows uh, 10, there's one copy of it and it's sold a billion times. That's very scalable. Software is scalable. It's not repeatable. Repeatable is McDonald's. Super successful story. But they just keep repeating the same model on a different corner, like Walmart. So I'm talking about scalable, where you've got, if you can do 30 deals in a month, hire another person, another transaction coordinator, now you're doing 30 deals again. It's very, very scalable. Doing the same stuff over and over and over again. I agree. Need to send out a few thousand offers to property owners like us? Check out offers in the number two owners.com. So that's offers to owners.com. No setup fees, free mail merge, exceptional service, and now including just released for everyone concierge data and pricing. It's awesome. Give offers to owners a call today. Thank you. <laughs> Happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy Show is called The Three Critical Success Points in Every Single Land Deal. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. So I had a third point to make, but I didn't want to mess with your whole spiel. I, I would love to hear it. Oh. I have like 50 more points to make, but I, I don't, know you I don't do. want to talk here for an hour. Well, I just came up. I told you, I'm, I'm, I like coming up with these little, I don't know if it's an acronym or what, but I, it's three A's. Not to be confused with our six A's. Don't <laughs> go there. It's another thing. But I thought, all right, when you figure this all out, you need to act, adjust, and add. You like that? That's great, job. Act on it. Adjust that person as you need to, and then add people. That's great. Thank you. We had to you. roll that in here somehow. Well, it is. It's in the after show. No, <laughs> no. I mean in our whole program. Oh, okay. That's true. For scaling. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. And thanks you for tuning in. We hope you find our content valuable. And we appreciate your support. If you haven't already, like we hit it home, please check out our YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button. We, we are Stephen Jill. Jill. Information. And inspiration. To buy undervalued property.